Hey everybody, welcome to the Dates and Yak Show. I'm Chris Dayton. I'm Amber Yaklin. We are actually live here in New Orleans. Woo, Louisiana. <laughs> Get some Creole. <laughs> oh, it's going to be good, man. We're going to have a good podcast this week. Sorry guys, we missed last week. I uh, got tied up, schedules didn't work out. Uh, with a trip planned, and we are down here at the EXP Con 2018, rocking it out, and just got done hanging out with all the top heavy-hitting uh, real estate agents from across the nation, and uh, we got a lot to share and a lot of stuff to talk about, don't we, Amber? Oh my gosh, this has been like an incredible whirlwind two days, know, and crazy. not even like a full two days. Like We got in late last night, we got to our dinner, wards, networking. We had a full day of conferences today. It's just been, it's been bananas. And it's 70 degrees, but it's been raining all day. But we are from Michigan, so it's like heaven outside because you can just walk around in the warm rain and you're like, yeah. why don't I live here? Everybody here is freaking out. Yeah. They're like, it's Jesus time, rain down on me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, we've had some really cool stuff that we're going to bring to you in the next few weeks. Um, real estate related, life related. Had actually... I'm really excited for us to really break down and talk about our Uber trips yeah. back and forth to the conference. We've had some interesting, amazing connections and conversations. By the way, we are like totally huge in like Colorado. Yeah, yeah. And Los Angeles right now. Jack, Jack huge, from Los Angeles. Huge shout out to Jack from LA. Yeah. Jack from LA. He's um, the man. But today was something that we really wanted to discuss that, that has been uh, something that you and I have discussed lately, Chris, and I've discussed this with some other people in my lives. And um, what I really love about this show is the way we relate our real estate careers to literally everyday life. Right. So at the end of the day, while we really love our realtors and, and we want to make you know business better for them, I love how we target daily life stuff. And one thing that really hit me in the last week was... The illusion of busyness. I mean, I love just the phrase of it. The illusion of being busy. And and here's the best part. So, And I'm going to bring this actually back to a conversation we did have in a cab ride today. Um, there was a man driving our cab. He's from Ethiopia. He has his visa. He's come to America. And we asked him two awesome questions. One was, what do you love about being in America? And he said... Freedom. Freedom. And we will never see freedom through the eyes of that man, ever. It's just never going to happen. We'll never he said unlimited. Unlimited freedom. freedom. He said uncapped, unlimited freedom. Because if we are allowed to say whatever we want, like per this podcast, with zero repercussions, other than you might not like us. And he said in his country, if you say the wrong thing, it costs you your life. And we, we hear that on the news, we, we think that, but when you're in a car with a man who's telling you that he came somewhere because of that sort of, I mean, it's bananas. It, your perspective goes, whoosh, yeah. that's crazy. Then we ask about his family. You know, he's like, oh, they're still over there, and I'm over here by myself. And we're just like, you know, can they visit? Can they come? Can they, sure, they can come visit. It's a lot of work to get that done, basically. And then he said something even more interesting, because we're like, Build the wall. You can't come here. Everybody wants to be in America. And the truth is, not everybody does. Because he said <laughs> his family, I know you're about to laugh at me, Chris, but. It's going to be huge. It's going to be huge. His family does not want to come here. And he said, because they can't socialize with each other here. That back in his country, 
they get together, they have big dinners, they socialize, and their perception here is we're too busy. Boom. Boom. Which is was like such an eye-opening revelation that, you know, you start thinking about like your daily grind. The grind. That's what it is. But not only that, we brag on it. We brag on our busyness. We, we get on the phone and we go, I have so much to do today. There's so much to do today. I have a doctor's appointment. Oh my gosh, I have to go to the doctor's. I have to get the kids from school. I have to make their Halloween costume. I have to make them dinner. I have to mop floors. I, I mean, we literally create to-do lists. And then we are proud that we create to-do lists that are too big for us to complete. You know, and it's, it's wild to me. So this came up not only because of personal life, you know, because I tend to do that. Or people I know to do that because we are we are relatively busy. I mean, life in general can feel busy no matter what your life status, marital status is, uh, familial status, whatever. It's it's we create it in real estate too. And what happens is we get on that hamster wheel of busyness, right? And we're not actually creating any business. No business. I just think you know what people's idea of being busy is not really true because there's other places that are. You can be really, really busy. Time blocked to, you know, the, every 15 minutes people know what they're doing. But they want to, here's what I think it is, Amber. I think everybody just wants to feel important so that they measure that against their busyness level. Well, and I think against each other, we try to say, like, we, we outdo each other. And we don't even know we're doing it, right? A really good example of this is one of my very good friends and I. Like, my very best friend, my ride or die. We'll, we'll get on the phone with each other and we're like... Oh, we have the skate party tonight. Our kids are in the same school, you right. know? So we're like, oh, there's conferences and there's a skate party and I, the house isn't clean and people are coming over this weekend and my family needs this and I have, I have a return at the mall. I have to get to the mall to make this return. And we spiral. <laughs> I mean, you spiral so quickly and you're like, guess what? You don't, in retrospect, you don't really have to go to the mall. You didn't have to buy that item to begin with. You don't really have to return it because we live in a day and age where we probably could afford just to have it sit in our closet, although that's wasteful and that's a whole nother podcast um, that I'm I'm passionate about returns. But anyways, right, right, right. <laughs> passionate. It just was, I don't know when the flip switched where I said, wow, I, I'm really being too busy. And we're doing that training class with Sherry Swift. And I got to give her a huge shout out. She's a very direct, strong coach. And she tells you what she needs to hear, but she's got so much truth and, and nuggets of wisdom that she throws at you at these, at these training classes. And this was not an EXP exclusive training. Sherry Swift is her own coaching and consultant. Right. She works a lot of big name people uh, and brokerages and, and things like and she, that. And even outside of real estate. She's yes. not exclusive to real no, estate. No, she's not. I mean, kind of like us. I mean, we can kind of coach on, on just about anything, but she is big time right now. And she was saying, you know, something along those lines of, you know, we create this illusion of how busy and important we are. And then what happens, guys? I mean, let's talk about real estate exclusive. Where's your pipeline? Where are your leads? Where's your business coming from? Because you're so busy saying that you have to, you know, put out this fire and you've got to deal with this contract issue. Ugh, and I'm waiting on this agent to I'm call waiting on this agent to call me back. Yeah, and, and in the meantime. In the meantime, you are crippling yourself. Crippling yourself. I love the people that, you know, pick with the one event for the day that they have, the one big thing that they need to do, and then nothing else 
around that. They, they can't maneuver, they can't get anything done. They get no traction in anything. And I just don't know how they get by in life. Honestly, you know, maybe I'm just a dick. I don't understand how on earth. That's another podcast. Yeah, that's, yeah. A, whole, that's a whole other podcast. Uh, but, you know, because you know what? <laughs> I don't understand how you don't have structure in your life. And maybe that's what it, see, you say, oh, build a wall. We kind of joke about that. But at the same time, I want the structure of having like some law and order. Like, hey, where, where's this at? But, you know, you, you need a process and you need this. But I don't need a process once every 24 days. I need something like, let's go, let's be productive, and you, then find those activities now, that generate money. That's your personality. You, you're, you're that driver, you're that high D personality, and you love your systems. And the reason that's so tangible for you is because you've built a very successful real estate business off of systems. And those systems are so good that somebody like myself or the other upteen agents on your team can come in, adopt those systems. They don't have to reinvent the wheel. This is the best part about real estate. And hear me now, if you have been in real estate a long time and you're frustrated or you are brand new, do not reinvent the wheel. Somebody has gone before you, they've already done it, take what they do, copy it, and do it. This is not high school. Plagiarism is allowed in this business and it will make you highly successful. Find someone who's doing it well, do what they do. But I say that to say that you are like, how do people function without a system? I very much functioned without a system for, in hindsight, what felt like a long time. Like mm -hmm. just, you get up and you're just trying to get through a day and this might feel like having young kids. This might feel like starting a new business without systems in place because everyone says, go get a system. And you're like, cool, where do I buy one of those? Is yeah. it like a store? like a real estate store, and I'm like, I like this system or that system. It's it's easy for us to use that verbiage. <laughs> if you're up late and it's 2.30 in the morning, <laughs> call now and order my package <laughs> yeah. for nine installments of $9.99 a piece. Gosh, exactly. <laughs> I just said order my package. <laughs> I can't stand you. <laughs> so it's, it's very easy to not have systems in place and then fill that void with the busyness and the to-do list and the tasks, and then we feel accomplished, and we feel busy, and then we feel justified in complaining why we don't have the business. Oh gosh, there's so much there to unpack, you know. Uh, I think that that goes even deeper into like the psychological of self-sabotage. You know, uh, people are afraid of success. And I know you and I have talked about that, and kind of like that never-ending quest to you want Everybody wants to feel important right up until the challenge with feeling important means that you're responsible for other people. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. That's the word. And when, when it takes over and suddenly we're responsible for somebody else's life, business, happiness, you know, and we don't, they necessarily don't even put that on us. We take it on because now suddenly we're like, wow, like I just want you to succeed and this is what success in building a business, especially in this kind of industry, looks like. I mean, there's a reason we touch on the topics we do in, in weeks and months past because this business is like any other. There is so much emotional roller coaster, unstableness, unsteadiness that occurs. And that is why people shove systems right. down your throat is for your business business it's for your financial stability it's for your mental stability it's for your emotional stability and it's 
personally, one of the things that fires me up, and you see when I'm fired up because I'm, you know, if, if you ever taken the disc assessment, right. which everybody should, so you can just like, personality test yourself to death. Yeah. I'm a high I. I'm a 99 I. So I don't Whatever. know. You're, like, a, you're a 99F. Fired up. Fired up. Inspired. <laughs> like, I'm just, I go nuts. Like, I just start getting so passionate. And you guys can hear it. Like, I'm loud. And I'm crazy. I'm obnoxious. And I'm like, yeah, everybody got your real estate so great. Like, I'm going to coach you. I'm going to coach you to death. You're going to be so happy. I'm just going to coach. I'm the best coach. I'm a better coach than you. I'm the best coach you ever saw. Like, <laughs> Believe me, I've hung out with Amber's for a very long time. Amber's a great person. There's not many other people that are as good as Amber. <laughs> so I guess, you know, <laughs> I say all this to say um, that we should shift our mindset perhaps as a culture and know that our identity and our worthiness is not found in the amount of tasks that are on our calendar. And that's not to say that there's not things that need to be done. There are. And they are your responsibility to get done. And that burden can weigh heavy on your shoulders. Even if it might be sound like a minute task to someone else, it, it's heavy on you. And that's okay. That's not, this is not to shame somebody out of feeling the weight or pressure of whatever they've got going on. It's actually to relieve you of that responsibility of the busyness. Use your efforts somewhere else. It's okay to sit on the couch. We have no longer given ourselves permission to spend any rest or downtime. And sometimes you need to turn off your phone. Turn it off. Get it out of your bed. Get it off your nightstand. Get it out of your room. And just like read a book, a paper book. You remember... uh, um... Charlie Brown. Yeah. You know, Linus with his little blankie. Yeah. Are you, or what was that movie in the early days? Uh, Mr. Mom. Oh, Remember yeah. That? And yeah, I had that whole, VHS. He's got uh, Michael Keaton's talking to his boy. And he's like, give me the, Ben, give yeah. me the whoopee. Yeah. Give me, give me the whoopee, Ben. Yeah. You know what the whoopee is today? Your cell phone. Give me your cell phone. Give me your whoopee. And listen, if you think I'm telling you something that I've mastered, I'm not. My husband and I, when we go to bed, there are three cell phones in the center of the bed that sleep with us. Wow. Like a dog. Like a dog. Like a little puppy. And we're like, ooh. I wake up in the middle of the night and I go pee and you know what I do? Reach for my cell phone. Where is it? Oh, what's up? What's, what's going on? What's that? Oh, what time? I, this is how I trick myself. What time is it, Amber? And I don't have a clock in my room because alarm clocks are dead now because we all have cell phones. And I heard a great Sherry, the greatest coach ever, said, get the cell phone out of the room. Go get yourself a freaking alarm clock. They have great ones now, like the wake up light ones or whatever. And and but this is us. We shuffle around, and I can hear our cell phones like this, like like clanking. That was a good sound. Thank you. Like clanking around in the beds, and we can't help ourselves. It's the first thing I check when I wake up in the morning. I, I mean, it's hard. I, I look at my calendar on it. It's it's like my whole life. But so here's some of the practical things that we've been actually working on. You know, and, it, and Sherry has helped us uh, and brought it to the forefront. I think she's got some tangible plans, and one of them was getting up early, waking up at five. Mm-hmm. And, and I I'm, and I'm not a morning person, no, and I love sleeping. It's so hard. I love sleeping. Um, but you know what? It's so worth it too, because I feel like. I'm not buying into my own illusion. I'm not buying the illusion that I'm selling, that I'm busy as much as I used to now that I wake up at five because I get, I have more time for clarity, more, I feel more energized. 
ironically, which is just weird. Yeah, and if you and this is gonna sound to someone who's like, I like my sleep. You don't understand. I get home late. No, believe me, I do understand. I went through. I worked years and years in the service industry. I know what it's like to come home from that restaurant, and you are like, you're hopped up, like you are on a high of like just adrenaline, it's not easy to come down from. And you need to sleep during the day because you normally come home late at night. But we grow in our most uncomfortable positions. And if you want to change something in your life, you're going to have to burn the candles at both ends somewhere. And one of the greatest things about the wake up early thing, which like again, I hate waking mm-hmm. up early. Like I have had children for many years now because the baby's one. The baby's one. The right. oldest is going to be eight. Right. You know, so I've gone through my sleepless nights over and over and over again. But there's a difference between someone taking your sleep, like a child, something you're, somebody you're caring for, and you sacrificing it for your success. And here was my big takeaway, Chris, especially with the busyness, the to-do list, the calendar, the schedule. I got to get on the call, like freaking out. I spent that hour from five to six doing something for me, like Sherry said, mm-hmm. listen to a podcast. I walked on the treadmill. I hate the treadmill too. I hate not sleeping and I hate the treadmill. I do them both at 5 a.m. Because whatever. <laughs> I, But somewhere along the way, it slows my morning down, but it makes it a thousand percent better. I looked at my calendar. I sat on Facebook. I wrote out my to-do list for the day that really stuff needs to get done. I made my daughter's lunch. And next thing I know, before anybody has to wake up, I'm just sitting on the couch watching the news. I got three kids. I don't watch the news. I watch Team Umizumi. <laughs> I prefer Paw Patrol myself. Yeah. Either way. You know, because Chase is on the case. So I want to encourage everybody this week to really look at your calendar and sh- like sift out the busy work and make it more tangible. Time block that work. Right. But don't make it like a dramatic thing. Put it together. What do you need to get done? Put it in your calendar the way it should be. Get it. Get get your mind right, right in the morning, and then get it out of your mind. And then really focus on what should the rest of your day look like. And if it's not filled with stuff and you're just bored, hey, maybe you have opportunity to do something new. Maybe maybe that's what needs to happen. People just need to keep it real. I say keep it real. Just stop buying the illusion. It's expensive. All right. And on that note, guys... What an awesome week. We've got many more topics that we're going to be rolling out. Check us out, datesandyaks.com. Also, you can hit us up at the, our email, datesandyaks at gmail.com. Give us your feedback. Subscribe. Tell us uh, where you're from so that we can give a shout-out, you know, because we're now huge in most areas. <laughs> 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 no, I forgot. Oh, we're going to be huge in New Jersey, we're too. We're huge in New Jersey New now, Jersey. yes. Um, Middle New Jersey. Huge shout out to all of our uh, friends here at uh, the EXP conference in New Orleans. We are super pumped to be learning alongside you. Our, this company is growing like like never before. I mean, it, it's a it speeding. Is it is like putting down tracks for a speeding locomotive. I mean, we are just like hand over fist, just yeah. getting bigger and bigger. So we're very pumped to be a part of this company, but we are even more pumped that you allow us into your um, cars and headphones and wherever you're listening to us from and uh, just taking taking the time. So we uh, will see you guys next week. Over and out. Love you. Bye.